Oh, I thought the day would never end. <laughs> well, all that matters is that I'm home now. Oh, God. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tully Prize, the show where, for some reason or another, we watch all of Tully Spies. I'm Ashley. I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hi. You forgot the part where you press the button and then your couch opens up and then the shrine to all the celebrities pops out. Except instead well, no, of instead of celebrities, you, it's a shrine to me and Luke and totally spies all together. You didn't see that part. You, it's like it's this is an audio podcast. Oh, Molly. oh, oh right, 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 right. Well, I, th- I figured it would make a noise since your couch opened up. Hi, Luke. Hi. My couch is kind of far away. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're in for an F. Boy, oh boy, are you? <laughs> I don't know how to do the 20 minutes before this episode because the episode is so fucking uh, wild. I mean, do we want to break from tradition and just get into it? Because what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I have some things I want to talk about. Okay, alright, okay. All right, okay. okay. Uh, Ashley, uh, go ahead. I got fired for wrestling. It's very good. I'm very bad at it, but I'm getting better. Oh, good. yeah, that's right. I stopped you from talking about this on another show. Please go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh... The first things I did was, well, first I did the tutorial, which was very frustrating, but eventually does teach you how to do stuff. Oh, good. Like, I didn't realize that those games were, like, super fucking hard. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. I just always knew it as, like, oh, all of my, like, wrestling fan like, friends who are wrestling fans are super into that, so I'll be into that. And they're like, oh, no, it's like, you have to have, like, frame-perfect precision timing... Oh, oh wow. boy! To pull off moves, huh? Uh, but I did uh, eventually get there, and then I made it myself, of course. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah, as one does. Uh, it's hard to get good female faces on that. Oh yeah, like there's like nine hundred fifty-five faces, and it's hard to. They're all kind of very low res. Sure. Okay. So it can be kind of hard to tell. Like, is that like? Is this supposed to like, be a dude? Yeah, and a lot of them just kind of... You end up just kind of looking a bit ugly, no matter what you do. Sure. You can full-on make your own, though, can't you? No. Oh, you can't. I thought you could. Okay. Uh, I think on earlier ones, people like kind of had modded it so you could import stuff gotcha. that people could custom make. Um, On this one, no. And you're playing on moment. PC, right? It's a, is it a yes. PC game? Is it a cross-platforms game? What, where it is, is it? PC, right now it is early access PC. Got it. Uh, uh, and it will eventually be in on PS4 once they get out of early access. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but I gave myself uh, the cutter that you go into a fireman's carry and then you like put them up in the air and then you do a cutter. Dope, okay. I'm very into it. Uh, I named it after a uh, Sailor Moon special attack. Great, which one? Uh, Spiral Buster. Yes! Uh, even after the classic Spiral Moon heart attack. Yes, of course. <laughs> as, a, I, I, as opposed to my personal favorite, the Moonlight Therapy Kiss, I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, she... I just went to... I loved... I used to love to go to pages of Joshi finishing moves, and... 
Sailor Moon attacks, mm-hmm. and then just put them in a list and try to get people to guess which ones were wrestling moves and which ones were Sailor Moon attacks. That's great. Oh, that's good. Also, I have to correct myself. It, it was not uh, what I said. It is the Starlight Honeymoon Therapy Kiss. Um, Beautiful. Does she kiss the monsters? No. <laughs> oh. She fires a ray at them. Yeah, and oh, they that's dissolve not... into dust. Oh. Well, that doesn't seem therapeutic, but okay. No. Mm-mm. They don't, she doesn't heal them either. Nope. Well, that's also... Well, okay. Like, well, no, she I, heals them with moon healing escalation. She, like, sprays the fairy oh, yes. dust on them, and they turn back into a normal person. This Because seems... that's the one where, like, monsters live in people. Right, yeah, where they have the crystals inside of them that contain the souls of the seven great Yoma that are oh. then awakened and transformed into monsters. And that's, that's also where we find out that Sailor Mars is one-fourth monster. Right, yeah, because her grandpa has the soul of a monster inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> Do they bring that up later, or no, is it never, just... never again? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really weird fact. Uh huh. Sailor Moon's so good, you Sailor guys. Sailor Moon is amazing, and I love it. <laughs> I feel really bad. I have a season one Blu-ray here, and I still haven't watched it. Oh, you gotta get Molly, on that, Molly. I know, like we say this about literally everything we talk about now, but we gotta watch. Yeah, that. Yeah, we could. Oh boy. Yeah, I think I can't remember if Pris has seen it or not, but we could probably just sit down and fucking watch Sailor Moon. Probably. I mean, like it's been like a year since I've done a rewatch, so I'm up for it. <laughs> we have a list miles long of stuff we have said we're going to watch, so we'll see what actually happens. Yeah. Yeah, like that Fast and the Furious movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, Forza is high on my list, but it might yeah, not be Forza. high on yours. No, it's high on my list. It's definitely one thing I, I want to see it. Good. Good. It's kind of gay. It's kind of gay, but not really. Like, it's got gay moments in it, but don't expect anything. Okay. Uh, people apparently, through my sources, through the grapevine, I've heard that the uh, the Lady Common Rider in the new one is kind of gay. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, which one? I think there's multiple Lady Common Riders in the new one. Uh, the one with who wears snapbacks. Oh, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Oh yeah, which which lady of the new show's gay? Oh, you know, the one that wears snapbacks. <laughs> of course. What was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, the other one has, like, pink hair, so I would have also believed that. Sure. God, I need to watch that show. That show looks like it's fucking wild. That's where they fight uh, Dr. Pac-Man in the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. They team up. They team up. It, it, it's it's the, it's the video game Kamen Rider and then Kamen Rider Ghost. They, they team up with Pac-Man. Kamen Rider Ghost so they can fight Pac-Man and the Ghost. You can't fight the Ghost unless you have Kamen Rider Ghost there to fight him. Of course, that's just science. That's just science. Also, Kamen Rider X8 is about a bunch of gamers, except they're also doctors. Yeah. Yeah, you know. That's... Why wouldn't I? I play Trauma Center. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> God, Trauma Center's amazing. Up. It's so ridiculous. I can't remember. You throw a pentagram into a dude. You just draw a pentagram on a person's organs and that lets you stop time. Yeah, that, in retrospect, that does seem a little morbid. (laughs) Satan, could you hook it up? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, I also left my job that I had had in Florida for a couple years now. Uh, Hell yeah. In preparation for the move, one of the last things I did was uh, I was putting books away, and 
uh, we have like displays of books in the front. It's usually just, you know, if there's an empty sp- space and you're putting books away, just put a book that should go in that area there. Sure. I, I didn't, uh, I just kind of load it with like books about fascism, books about. <laughs> oh, God. Revolutionary stuff with books about. <laughs> One last final act. Like, listen, I don't got a lot there. I don't have a lot of power. <laughs> this is it. Did you put any gay books out? We don't have a lot of gay books. Oh, well, Florida. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, look, I, we have some gay books in the teens floor. Okay. The teens? The teens floor. Is it an entire floor? Uh, it also, the computer lab is also on that floor. Well, so. Yeah, that's the, where, you, where else would you put it other than the teens floor? That's, yeah, you gotta have computers on the teens floor. It's computers, DVDs, and teens. <laughs> Perfect. And I've said this before, but the two best things in, the, well, the actual best thing in the teen zone is there's actually a lot of good books about uh, LGBT issues. Mm. Okay. The joke best things about the teen zone are, one is called the teen zone, <laughs> two, uh, there is a drawing that they put up on the wall of Mario, and then in big block letters, it just says Naruto next to him. <laughs> <laughs> and three, we have a read poster that is Mega Tokyo themed. Oh my god. Fuck! That's incredible. That's just like... Uh, I know that place is fucking garbage, but now I kind of want to see it. I mean, the teen floor <laughs> sounds like it's pretty great. Yeah. The teen floor is kind of great. It's got gay books and computers. And Dega Tokyo. <laughs> How much more could you ask? <laughs> uh, I did also try to take... I, well, I tried to take a little strong word I asked to take, and they said no. And I was like, okay. Uh, we had a book in storage that was a... One, we had a booklet for the 1964 New York World's Fair. Okay. Which had always fucking fascinated me. Uh-huh. Uh, just because it had, like, all the ads for it and stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, They wouldn't let me take that, which I was okay with that. That's, like, historical at some point. Sure. Uh, and then also, uh, we had a book uh, from Blockbuster Video. Oh, shit. Uh, Wait. Of... Okay, go on. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Go on. I'm always trying to figure out how you have a book from a video <laughs> yeah, store. No, that's yeah. But it was uh, it was for the people working at Blockbuster Video, and it had a little like short description and review of every single oh my... thing that would be in a Blockbuster store. Oh my god! What? It, and it was from 1997, and so like I just I found it super fascinating, including the fact that they review because. Star Trek episode would come like one a cassette, like a VHS. Oh sure, they would. They reviewed every Star Trek episode. Oh my, they didn't what? need to get that granular with it. <laughs> it's like a super thick book, and it like I like I said, it's it's one of like the most fascinating things I've ever seen in my entire life. What fucking college film major intern managed to con Blockbuster into letting him write that for money? <laughs> Hey, how's the Star Trek rewatch coming along? Uh, slow. <laughs> slow. These episodes are long, it's, guys. It's like... 
the size of an encyclopedia. Jesus. Now, does it have written text with each episode, or is it just a star rating? It has written text. Yeah, Fuck I think me. the idea is that you want that guide handy so the employees will sound intelligent if people ask for advice on what to rent. God. Like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the customer who comes up with, like, three different VHSs of Star Trek The Next Generation or what the fuck ever. And, like, lays them on the counter and goes, I could only rent one. Which one? And, like, can't figure it out himself. Like, you guys have a star rating system for this? <laughs> it's like it's like they've got Pet Cemetery. The Star Wars Ewoks cartoon and um, uh, fucking Pulp Fiction, and they don't know which one to rent. <laughs> I, I did look it up because I looked up Star Wars. Star Wars Ewoks was in there. Oh, oh yeah, my I, god. I remember renting that video. Oh, that god. silence following that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to say about it. No, I don't have anything to add. There's no words. I watched a cartoon about Ewoks. I don't remember really what it was about. Did you enjoy it? I think I didn't hate it. I think you were probably a kid and you thought it was just fine. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't a huge Star Wars kid, so I wasn't like, oh boy, it's a Star Wars thing. It was just kind of like, I don't know, this is a cartoon movie that I haven't seen yet. Sure, why not? Sure. I love cartoons. Yeah, exactly. Cartoon- cartoons are great. My only memory of it is they sang some song... Where the like chorus of it was a house without love is not a home. Wow, that's my one and only memory of the Ewok movie. <laughs> I, I have found some uh, some some bits from. I found my photos that I took. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the thing I, I sent one to Molly of the cover or of the spine, basically. Wait, when? Like I just right now. Oh, okay. Oh, up uh, here. Oh, wow. <laughs> Blockbuster Video Guide to Movies 1995. Man. Well, movies Bo- and videos, excuse me. <laughs> well, Star Trek's not a movie, so they can't just call it a guide to movies. That's true. That's very, Well, it, the Star Trek movie is a movie. Well, sure. <laughs> You're uh, right, excuse me. <laughs> From boy did I get the wrong a uh, boy did I get the wrong number nineteen sixty six one and a half stars and how unpleasant forest cast hope as a real estate agent ogling a visiting sex symbol starring Bob Hope and El- Elk Summers and Phyllis Diller. Man, <laughs> this is extensive. <laughs> Like, no, like I don't think you really understand it until you see the full <laughs> breadth of it. Right. Now that you, like, showed me this little <laughs> clip of it, holy shit. <laughs> wow. Boy. Boy from Indiana, 1950, two stars, a boy, a girl, and a horse. Typical <laughs> horse racing story, given a tasteful, if not overly exciting treatment. Good family fare. Uh, the Hobbit, 1977, two and a half star. Treacly TV telling of J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings uh, features Olsen Bean as Bilbo. Uh, oh, I think this is a misprint of they're supposed to do the Lord of the Rings, but instead they put The Hobbit there. Oh. 
Hope someone got fired for that blunder. <laughs> uh, to think that they covered the entirety of The Hobbit in 76 minutes seems like they might have left a couple things out. That's a brisk pace. Jeez. Well, I mean, like... Yeah, you definitely need three movies for The Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How could you hey, tell... I'm I'm dug in on Peter Jackson's The Hobbit movie. I'm, uh, this is new and exciting. Uh, Star, I love the review of Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars 1977, four stars. With help from a wizard knight, a space pirate, two robots, and the force, Luke Skywalker. Uh, fight to save the universe and a princess from Darth Vader. Uh, parentheses, prowls with James Earl Jones' voice. <laughs> Incredibly exciting, influential achievement created a special effects renaissance and revolution of the science fiction adventure genre. I just love the concept that someone has to have Star Wars explained to them in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> just It should just say, it's Star Wars. Oh, that movie is 40 years old this year, wow. Jeez. I didn't even think about that, jeez. I just love the phrase, with help from a wizard knight. <laughs> like, it's 100% right, wrong. but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. This book is a treasure, and you need to steal it before you leave. Yeah, I honestly just should have put it in my book bag. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have noticed. Who no. would have possibly cared? Very much an uh, ask we... for forgiveness situation. This is very much... You know what? No, I know why you didn't take it with you, because now we can plan a heist on this library. Yes. They have a review of the uh, the first Captain America movie. Ooh, not... Ugh, oof. Ugh. It's not good. Yep. Oh, oh, right, because there's an older one, right? 1979. Oh, man. Wait, they were... Wait, they were both in the same year, Captain America 1 and 2. Yeah. Holy shit. There's actually a reference in the newer Captain America movies to those movies. Oh, jeez, was there? Yeah, because at one point, uh, Captain America just steals a dude's car. Uh Uh-huh. Like, a dude who went out to help him, he was a good dude. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And he pulls it twice. Uh, and the second time stranding a woman alone in Rome, in a with a language she does not speak, uh, and in one of the newer movies, uh, Captain America steals a car, and they're like, "Where does Captain America learn to steal a car?" Oh, oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. And he just kind of like like looks over them, and it's kind of like a knowing look. I gotcha. Wow, that is a deep cut, though. <laughs> that's like yeah. it, a deep cut enough where it may not actually be a reference. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I like those Captain America movies. Those new oh, ones. I like those right. ones. They're okay. Yeah. I really like the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I I like the Marvel movies when they're really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they're usually the first kind Captain of America's, afraid of getting weird. The first Captain America is fucking weird. Yeah. <sighs> Nudist Colony of the Dead. <laughs> One star. <laughs> wow, what? A news colony driven to mass suicide by uh, a religious zealot 
promises to return and exact its revenge. See, what's baffling to me about that one is that they... Blockbuster is admitting that a product that they sell sucks. Why right. do they even stalk it if even they're like, no, this is a bad movie? And here's really the question I need to ask. What do you get from this that you don't get from the back of the box? <laughs> right. Yeah, because that one doesn't even have any, like, touch of any kind of review. It's just the description of the movie. Right. I guess they were just banking on the idea that not that many people were going to ask about it. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Probably fair. Probably fair. This is incredible. I I love this. I'm sorry I took all the 20 minutes. That's all right. I didn't didn't have anything to talk about. This is perfect. (laughs) I was going to talk about (laughs) JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but that's all right. It can wait. We got questions about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, do we? (laughs) Yeah. Great. Perfect. People probably know you're watching it, Luke. That's probably true. And also, I was going to then call back to my JoJo's talk by talking about the bad guy in this episode's stand. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Everybody knows what a stand is. Right. Yeah, like, the concept of a stand at this point, like, isn't... Oh, I know. It's a JoJo's joke, but, like, it is so... I understand. I was just, you know, because it's You understand? All right. Ah. Um, I'll see you guys later. (laughs) <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah, bye, you, you gotta record West see Place. At, yeah. yeah, see you at the end of the episode. Bye. <laughs> you just recorded a Let's Place while you're doing Totally Reprise. Oh my god. <laughs> like the podcast equivalent of I've got two dates at two different restaurants. <laughs> yeah, you just go in between two different Skype calls, muting one, right. muting the other, muting one. Yeah, hold on, you guys. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Alright, so, um. Okay, what game are we? Um. Shoot, sorry, hold on, I forgot something. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, hey guys, so what, are we still talking about Spies? Yeah. What? No, it's still like... Okay, yeah. Really great Foley War. <laughs> Thank you. Why were you asking about how Rise of Cybertron compares to Puyo Puyo Kamacho de- Real Hanafuda? <laughs> no. <laughs> My... I love that you took like three different games to make that title. <laughs> Some of which are Let's Place games. <laughs> Yeah, that was the point. Uh, I know. I mean, it was congratulations. Listen, I've you. been on Let's Place a couple of times. Let's talk about totally. Spies. We have to. We have to. <laughs> We're gonna be here for hours, kids. It's gonna be a we long. See, one. what has happened really is that we have. Wit- it's like an H.P. Lovecraft story, but with less <laughs> racism. Yeah. Well, uh, not by much. And yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Uh, and we have now witnessed something we've all gone insane. <laughs> God. Uh, and this now is... when you listen to this, you will also go to insane, Welcome, I am the Yellow King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is episode 68 of our podcast, uh, and we watched uh, season 3, episode 16, Evil Airlines Much? Which doesn't Great seem title. like... Which, after viewing the episode... Inaccurate title. Doesn't seem like an accurate title. Yeah, the airline was fine. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with this airline. Okay, are you guys ready? I think so. I love this villain (laughs) so much. Okay, we open on uh, a pilot who is returning home uh, from a long day piloting. And he walks into his very dark house. 
does not turn a light on. Nope. <laughs> not a single light. He puts his coat down. He puts his hat down. He walks up to his couch, pulls a he remote. He says the thing that I said at the beginning. That was the joke. Yeah, great. In case you don't watch the episode, which you shouldn't, and just thought no. I was having a weird, like, I don't know, conniption. No, I am, you know what, I am right now putting this on the same list as Animal World. You should probably watch this episode if you, you can. You should probably watch you this episode. You should probably watch this one. It's, wow, what they what did they do? <laughs> well, what didn't they do, I think, is the better question. You know what, you're right. <laughs> you are right. This man walks up to his couch, pulls a remote out of his pocket, presses a button, the cushions fold up. Uh, and out comes a child's science project uh, with just a cardboard. Uh, what, what do I even call this? A, a cardboard stand. Board. What's that? It's like a trifold board. It's like a trifold board. Yeah. Uh, with a bunch of celebrity faces on it. No one in particular. Just a lot of celebrity faces. Uh, I do believe Teen Sickle's on here. Um, it's Teensicle, right? And Boy Candy? That's right. I got it right yeah, this time. Yeah, Teensicle and Boy Candy. I believe they're both on here. Um, and the guy is like, uh, when he came in, he did the thing Ashley did saying that he thought this night would never end. Uh, and then he's like, but I'm home now, and we have all night together. <laughs> he's gonna jack so off he... onto that thing, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. He's 100% gonna jerk it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's uh, gonna do it. And that's the end of the cold open. Uh, we cut to the girl's house. Which is just labeled girl's house, by the way. <laughs> girl's house! <laughs> um, and we get a good look at the roof, and there's no room for a helicopter to land, just so everybody knows. Uh, I don't see how that could possibly be relevant. But okay. I don't know why you brought that up. There but, are literally okay. trees growing on that roof. They have potted trees on that roof. Uh, anyway, uh, the spies are sitting on their couch in their pajamas, laying on top of each other, covered in crumbs, question mark? Uh, I don't know why. They just had a cookie party. They, <laughs> you know, they, they obviously, they were having a, like, a, a sleepover, basically, even though they all stay in the same house. Right. Uh-huh. And they were watching movies, and then they all fell asleep together with, you know, like, on the couch, le- like, leaning on each other because they're gay. Right, yeah, well, yes. they're gay, right. Uh, yes, okay, yes, yes. Thank you, Ashley. Um, a helicopter lands on their roof. I, I, like, saw this, and I immediately went to go check to see if you made the same post I was about to, and I was very disappointed that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was running low on time, or so I thought, so I was trying not to post as many pictures, and then the episode kept happening, and I knew <laughs> I had to keep posting pictures. <laughs> Because it just keeps happening. Anyway, um, a helicopter lands on the the roof of this villa, um, which somehow knocks all of the snacks in their living room away. Two floors down in a room that is theoretically just, like, not open air. So, I I think one of their doors is open. Yeah, I don't know how... Helicopters work, but okay, that's fine. Uh, Sam and Alec. Sam looks at them and goes, "We're being invaded. Let's go." <laughs> Honestly, at this point, probably a good, like a probably a good thought to have. Right? Yeah, 
So all three of them just run upstairs in their pajamas, run out the door, and then, like, do karate pose? Yeah. Sam is not wearing pants. Sam is not wearing pants. She's just wearing a long shirt, and it's not that long. (laughs) Uh, And then the person steps out of the helicopter and then pops a party popper. And uh, is Alex okay? Hang on. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is not a good place. Oh, you know, Alex got some bad faces this app. They did a. They did what is not a good job here. Um, I won't stop because it's probably. Actually, yes, I will. I'm already there. And then, um, <laughs> a lady is like, "Hey, is what are you Clover?" Uh, and Clover uh, turns like sixty percent more anime. Yeah. Uh, and says, "Oh yeah, that's me. I'm Clover." Uh, and. The lady goes, oh, hey, well, congrats, you won a trip on the, is it called the high bling? Uh, bling jet. The bling jet. Yeah. Which we see a picture of for the first time. Mm. And... (laughs) This thing is the new Metal Gear. (laughs) (laughs) I I love every single joke that people made about this when I posted a screenshot, which is... This is what a tournament arc get like a tournament arc happens on this. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. To which I replied, Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh owns this. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Uh, Elon Musk made this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Let, what, can't we kind of peanut butter chocolate those together? Elon Musk made this to hold a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Shit. It is like an airplane that swallowed a planet. <laughs> they took an airplane, and then they went, what, you know, like, the shape that a cinnamon roll is in? <laughs> yes! What if we made a cinnamon roll the size of a plane, and then, like, slap that right on top? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then they did. It doesn't look like this could work. No, God, no. <laughs> And then they and then they went, hey, what if we put like sixteen jets on it? Right. Like, okay, I guess. Uh-huh. And spinners. <laughs> we'll get to that, because that fuck. Uh the lady's like, oh yeah, so you won an all expense paid trip uh on the maiden voyage of our, our bling jet, and you're gonna be riding with like a bunch of celebrities and stuff, and it's gonna be great. Uh so you can go, and these two can stay here. Yeah, uh, uh, she gives her, like, a big ticket, and it's, like, on purpose, like, a really bad photo of Clover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can just see, like, the tops of her teeth. It's really bad. <laughs> like, her hair's all frizzy. Uh, Sam just looks fucking pissed. Yes. Yeah, she's staring up off screen, like, just like, fuck this. I fucking hate this. Right. And Alex is sucking her finger. Yes, she is. <laughs> or biting a nail, maybe, I could say. Mm. It doesn't have to be like, okay, you know, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's probably biting a finger, but it is indistinguishable from... Right. <laughs> uh, so Clover is, like, looking at the picture. She's like, I don't even care that this is a bad picture. I'm so excited to go on this plane. And Alex and Sam are like, okay, so why can't we go? Like, we both entered the contest. Why can't we uh, get on there? You mailed our uh, our entries, right, Clover? And Clover's like, God. well, 
You messaged me that Clover was like really bad this episode, and the second I hit that line, I was like, "Oh, Clover, you motherfucker." <laughs> Um, so what Clover tells the other girls is that I was, okay, listen, I was super worried about my entry actually getting there, so I used extra stamps on my entry, and then I didn't have any stamps left over. Um, and they're both yeah, like... And, like, they keep on going, like, you're so you're trying to sabotage it? He's like, no, I just didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just intentionally didn't send in your entries, that's all. Um, so eventually the lady is like, okay, I'm gonna go, uh, we'll see you at the launch of this jet, uh, and you'll be there, and these two can stay. Okay, bye! And these two can fuck off. Bye. Yeah, I don't, who the fuck are these two? Don't bring them. Oh, also she has a giant bling jet ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's like, if you had an airline ticket, but one, like, gave it to the guy who made JoJo. Right. It's just like uh, it's just like a novelty check, except it's a plane ticket, yeah. except it's also just bright ass red. Yeah. It just says B jet on it. It's very good. <laughs> yeah, wait. Uh, okay. if, if Clover's getting on it, it definitely is a B jet, you know what I mean? Uh, I'll be here all week. <laughs> Hold on one second, you guys. <laughs> Alright, so um what are we I've totally lost place of where we are on this list. Sorry, one second, let me go figure it out. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I made that great joke, and we moved on from it without having to examine it at all. Let's keep talking about this spy show. Hey, what did you mean by BJ? <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. I gotta go real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, uh, the girls get whooped after arguing for a few minutes about who's actually well, going to take the ticket. Specifically, uh, Clover and Alice get whooped first, and then uh, Sam gets whooped in a separate hole. Yeah! It goes down the same... And it goes down their entire house, for the record. It's very weird. Uh, and they, of course, had a, a bit in where, uh, it, like, Sam's shirt almost, like, flew up and she has to hold it down. Yeah. Because, <laughs> listen, listen, everyone. Yeah? It, it's still horny. Oh. <laughs> was this episode, like, that horny after this, though? I legitimately cannot remember. I don't think it was. There, it, No, it just, it... There are two flavors of Totally Spies episodes, and every episode is, like, a mixing of those two flavors, right. but sometimes someone puts a you know, bit too much salt, too much pepper into one. Yeah. Uh-huh. And except we just get too much horny or too much bug-fucking-sanity. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to spoil what's going to happen later, but there is, like, a quick two-second shot that I can't explain other than it's horny. Oh, yeah, no, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, we'll, no, no, we'll there's definitely there. one horny bit yeah. in, like, the classic Holy Spy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, they get uh, whooped. It, this is definitely, like, someone, like, a couple of salt in here, <laughs> and then they put some pepper, like, oh, no, the lid came off. It's, <laughs> it's all pepper. <laughs> there's no more soup. It's just all pepper. <sighs> it's all fucked up. It's Everything's fucked up. I don't know. They ordered it. Just send it out. <laughs> So the girls land and they're arguing about who uh, gets to go on the plane ride, and Jerry goes, "Uh, well, turns out none of you are going on a plane ride because you're gonna be human test subjects for our new gadgets. Isn't that exciting?" He phrases it like they also want a sweepstakes. Yeah, he's like, "You guys, out of thousands of whoop agents, which I also take issue with, right, uh, <laughs> are selected to be 
test subjects for our new gadgets, which seems fucked up given what gadgets do to people on this show. <laughs> yep. For sure. Uh, and then they uh, are like, we kind of, that sounds really messed up and we don't want to do it. And he's like, Haha, no, you have to. <laughs> he gets, he goes from being like, hey, no, you won. And then he like turns super serious and goes, uh, actually, it's fucking mandatory. He's like, whoa, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, stop. <laughs> but then Clover explains that she won an airplane contest. He's like, oh, well, shit. I guess you're free to go. <laughs> he just goes, oh, I love planes. Go ahead. When has he and- ever let them off because they had something to do? When has that ever happened? Never. God, I hate Clover and Jerry. <laughs> God, I hate them. This is a really bad episode for both of them. And, like, Jerry is always bad, but Clover's been so good for so long. And then this. I mean, you know. I, I always love it when people who don't, who haven't watched Totally Spies in a long time, like, either when I talk to them or, like, I see posts, go like, oh, Jerry was so cool. What? No, no, no. No, what? no honey, no. It's, no, I, Jerry's I, I, bad, folks. I remember I, like, was talking with someone because they heard I did a Totally Spies podcast. Because that kind of sh- shit follows you around. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I always loved Jerry. And I'm like, really? Ow. They're like, yeah, no, Jerry was really cool. Like, he was kind of like a cool, like, father figure. And I'm like, oh. that... And so I, I just, like, started, like, explaining why Jerry sucks. Like, they're like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the first point you went to, to establish this point? Uh, the surveillance. Okay, okay yep, good. Yep, yep. Yes. <laughs> Specifically the scene where he looks at Sam yes. in the dressing room. Yeah, okay. face. That's like episode three or yeah. whatever, and we cannot let it go or because Sam. it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Where Sam's face transforms into Jerry's face in the mirror. <laughs> well, because like that was like the first time we're like, oh, Jerry's fucking horrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I think on the first episode we're just like, yeah, Jerry kind of sucks. Yeah, he's like, whoa, what's going on here? And then by now we're just like, fuck Jerry. God. I fucking hate Jerry. And he, but he was like, oh man, I wish I could go on bling jet. <laughs> Jerry's like, wow. Which is like, I mean, it's an important piece of aeronautical equipment. It's right. very important. You should go on bling jet. It defies all laws of physics. <laughs> all of it. Which I, <laughs> which, I mean, Jerry, I feel like you could probably get a ticket to that. Yeah, Jerry, you could probably just get on bling jet if you wanted. You, you know probably. the president. <laughs> you saved the president. God. On multiple occasions. That poor furry president. That poor furry president. I'm glad I wasn't the only one thinking it. <laughs> yeah. He lost his teeth. He lost all of his teeth. They all melted. <laughs> you guys ever uh, think but, about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, always. Uh, but then Clover whoops herself, which is a very good joke. Yes. Did he? Because she's still surprised by it. I completely. Lo- I looked away when she did it. That's amazing. Uh, she's like, "Okay, Jerry, I'll see myself out." Ah! <laughs> <laughs> God, that's right. She does. <laughs> so now, um, this is the first right, time the- I actually noticed the plane. For the record, <laughs> is when they cut to LAX. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and this plane because is it bigger shows than a bunch of normal planes, and then it pans over. And this plane is about fifty times bigger than a normal plane. It's bigger than LAX. That's the thing. <laughs> it's bigger than the fucking airport. Uh, it has escalators to get in that are like at a eighty-five degree angle. Um, so we see, like, a bunch of celebrities having their pictures taken outside of this jet, uh, and Clover just walks up and gets on the escalator. My favorite part is that she brings the giant ticket, and that's, that's, like, her actual ticket. yeah. Yeah! Oh, it's so good. Um, she's very excited, and then the lady starts listing off all the stuff that's in there, like, you know, manicure, pedicure, you get all this cool stuff by being on the jet. Um, all that, and then she gets shown to her seat, uh, and she's sitting next to, to Triple Threat. Um, Dan, the man, and Stan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, this lady doesn't have eyes. No, <laughs> she doesn't. This lady's terrifying. <laughs> um, and it's also, I don't know how to describe these guys. They're very... It, it's supposed to be like a like a hip hop group, right? Well, like an R and B group. Okay, like boys, yeah. it's very boys to men. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank uh, you. He, uh, I believe the man is wearing is a uh, has a Teen Sickle magazine. He does have a Teen Sickle magazine, and he's wearing a shirt that says hip hop on it. I I would wear that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I so, just, like, Clover... They, they try to greet Clover, and they try to harmonize and do, like, the hello, 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 but they don't. They just yeah, don't hit know. the notes right. <laughs> and they're no, gonna they keep don't... doing that all episode long. It's very weird. I don't know why they did this. They're just gonna keep failing to harmonize every time they show up. Yeah, there was a good joke where Clover said you're three, you're the three hottest triplets in pre-produced music. Yes. Yeah. God. Uh, and, and, do we say what their names uh, were? Dan, Stan, and the man. Yes. Yeah, the joke with the man is that he has a super high voice. Yeah, he talks like this. Oh, is that okay? Great. Good. Great. Um, we cut back to. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, so Clover's like, oh, I know, we'll definitely help my friends who are mad that they aren't here. Photos of me here. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send a video of me here with, like, one of their favorite bands. Uh, and they're very upset by this, obviously. But also, back at Whoop, uh, Sam and Alex are wearing the Fire Ant hot pants. <laughs> what purpose are these gadgets supposed to serve? Now this one, like the other guy, didn't seem like useful. Right. This one's just to torture this... the spies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you supposed to put these on the villain? I guess. Maybe. But they're just translucent shorts that make your uh, genitals burn. <laughs> I don't. I just want to know how it's getting through their latex cat suits. <laughs> it's just very hot. <laughs> it's I. I guess that latex is melting and fusing to their skin. Well, that's probably already true. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, like Jerry asks him, "Hey, how how are these gadgets?" And Sam's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> like, fuck off. 
Uh, and then uh, Clover's like, oh, how do I... Because they're about to take off. Clover's like, oh, how do I uh, you know, do my seatbelt? And apparently the seatbelts here are on a clapper system. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, well, Clover like calls them and then they get mad at her and hang up on her first. And then they all have their seatbelts on and Clover's like, hey, how do I use this? And then the guy next to her just claps and it buckles her in and this becomes plot relevant for the record and it's very <laughs> stupid because it that just seems like an insecure way to do your seatbelts right if there's turbulence things are going to be clapping around yeah it's not good <laughs> it, oh, it no. doesn't have to be you clapping it, it just has to be anyone near you yeah so okay hang on why weren't everybody's belts coming off all the time because the, the guy is strapped in when uh, Clover asks, and then he claps, and then her belt goes on, but his doesn't come off. So what the fuck? I don't know. Uh, well, and apparently the, the man, has, his speaking voice is, nor, is just, like, deep, but his singing voice is very high, apparently. That is the joke. Good. Great. Great joke. Thanks, Totally Spies. Good job. Um, uh... Why are they hanging out with Clover? <laughs> Why are they friends with this girl? She's terrible. Like, markedly terrible this episode. Um, Well, like, I guess, like, there are always times where, like, man, if I, like, met a famous person, they'd probably like me. And, like, listen, I'm here to say, probably not. They probably wouldn't. They may, like, think you're okay, an okay person, but... They're not going to be your best friend. Yeah, no, but these guys, these guys love Clover. Um, I did forget to mention that, uh, because I'm, I'm watching the takeoff sequence, and I do need to mention that the lady, when Clover came in, uh, talked about the landing system on this plane, which is apparently, impo- it, it cannot fail at all, ever, uh, and all the wheels on the bottom of the plane have spinners. Which is quite the detail, and this was made in definitely 2005. Um, so they take off, and the jet just immediately takes off at 90 degrees, and then goes, okay, we're at alt- cruising altitude, we did it. The lady's like, okay, you can you can walk around now and do whatever you want, and uh, just enjoy all the amenities. And then we get, like, a montage of Clover hanging out with um, a Triple Threat at the... Mud bath, which is a very weird scene. Yeah, don't know if it's needed. Yeah, no, because, okay, the thing about Totally Spies is every once in a while I have to go, wait, is Clover fucking naked in there? But no, there is, there is just a strap of her swimsuit hidden underneath the mud. And I realize it's a kid's show. They wouldn't draw her naked, but sometimes I wonder if they slipped up. It's just, it's bad. Uh, we cut over to Clover getting a massage with Triple Threat. Um, and then we cut over to Clover getting a manicure and a pedicure, and her foot is definitely pretty close to the middle of this screen. And it does linger here for a few minutes. So, we finished that little montage up, uh, and then we cut over to, like, Clover having... A fucking lobster dinner with Triple Threat. Except one of them is eating a lobster. Um, and there's like donuts in front of his friend. 
uh, and Clover has some kind of cake, but also mashed potatoes. It's just like, put food here. Just put food here. There's bread in the middle of the table. There's wine glasses with presumably orange juice in it. I don't know. God, this... Like, every time we cut to a shot of the jet, it kills me. It's so much. Um. Also, there is a bar next to Clover's seat. Um, and I think Mandy is sitting there. I think they put Mandy in. Hold on. She's not in the app otherwise, but I'm going to link you a picture. I'm pretty sure that's Mandy at the bar. Um. Yeah, that... And, and she has, like, a kind of, like, hair around her ear, which I don't think Mandy has. No, but that otherwise, like, the rest of that look, that's a Mandy look. The rest look. of it looks like Mandy. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so they all go back to their seats, um, and they all sit down. Um, and the, one of the, one of the guys from Triple Threat goes, oh, I haven't seen the man in a while. Um, and they're like, you know, he's probably just in the sauna. This, this pressurized air is really messed up on your skin. Um, which is a weird thing for them to be worrying about, I feel like, but whatever. Uh, it well, you see, the joke is that they're all very, they care a lot about their... Appearance. Uh, appearance, yes. Yes, yes, what a, what a goof. <laughs> Um, Just the highest quality jokes here. It's very funny when people care about how they look. <laughs> Clover looks at the uh, GPS. Uh, at the unlike the back of these seats, they have the TVs that show you, like you know, here's here's where you are, here's where the destination is. Uh, and the plane has blatantly gone past their destination, which is Paris, which is apparently in like Siberia now. <laughs> which I. Mm. Why would he show them this? <laughs> My favorite part is that the creators of this show are French, and they don't know where Paris is on a map. <laughs> no, obviously this is like a Steven Universe situation where like the, the world just looks different now. Uh, yes, new Australia. <laughs> right. Uh. You know, I, I got the Steven art book, and there is a section where they just have that entire map. That sounds pretty and good. Uh, one of the continents is just named renamed Pangea. Oh, oh shit! Okay. Um. But yes, there is Australia and New Australia, and yeah. Russia is just a sea now. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Clover calls for the attendant, and she goes, "Uh, hey, so I just look at the map, and it looks like we've already passed." Paris? Like, can you can you tell me what's going on there? Uh, and the flight attendant's like, oh, you know what? That's a question for the captain. Follow me so we can talk to the captain, which... Uh, hey, what why the, the fuck? Why are they doing I this? I don't understand. It's... It just seems... Just, it's almost like this guy didn't actually have a plan and is just winging it. <laughs> he just wanted to do a lot of flying. Sorry, 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 sorry. Let, let me try that one again. It's almost like this guy didn't have a plan and is... Just winging it. Oh, yeah, there we go. There, there go. we Got go. It. Great job. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, so, <laughs> the flight attendant just brings Clover into the cockpit, uh, and the guy turns around and is like, hey, our, our slogan at Blink Jet is giving million-dollar service with a smile. How can I help you? 
Uh, and she goes, hey, so we've flown past Paris. I was just wondering what's up with that. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't intend on landing. I just, I'm just going to hang out up here. Is it, like, the, the thing that you really need to realize about this villain is he, like, almost never has any emotion in his voice other than smarminess. Yes, just everything he says is extremely sarcastic. I was trying to look up who this voice actor is because this voice is so familiar to me and I cannot place it. Uh, and IMDb did not help me at all. It has nothing. Uh, I just like to, like, he's like, why do we pass Paris? And he's like, well, I thought that the plane was going so well that I just, um... Decide to keep going. <laughs> In fact, I think I'm never going to land. Do you think... Okay. okay. Do you think he took this plane off with this plan? Or do you think he's being honest here and just like, I like this a lot and I'm not going to stop? No, this is definitely uh, him... Like, he took off with this plan. Mm. I don't think there's any other way. Well, because he... The other thing is... What company funded this program right. to build this jet and then somehow put this guy in charge of the flight, but then also gave him robot flight attendants. Well, that's why he has to hide that trifold in his couch so that they don't understand that they've hired a dangerous maniac. Yeah, you're right. That's probably the only thing that shows that there's something wrong with his brain parts. Yeah. That's probably the only thing that like indicates that maybe this man... Uh, need some help and shouldn't be flying airplanes. <laughs> I mean, he just talks like a game don't show they host. Have to, don't they have to do like psych- psychiatric tests before you can fly airplanes? I don't think so. I feel like they do. Let's, I feel like you have to pass something. I mean, you have to pass. You have to put in like thousands of hours of flight time. Oh well, well, sure, yes, of course. I, I think they probably assume if you manage to put in all the practice time, you're probably good. I, I don't. I don't know. I think. I feel like there's something else that you gotta do I'm there. Googling to like prove airline you're not pilot gonna... psychological testing. Okay, great. Um, Clover's like, uh, okay, but you'll need to land for fuel at some point, right? And he goes, no, this thing's uh, hydro powered. We just pull the condensa- condensation out of the air. Hey, what? Hang on. <laughs> I don't think that could. I don't think that could like power everything on that thing. Well, first of all, yeah, that's true. Second of all. There are planes that never land, and just other planes fly up to them to refuel them in midair. That's a real thing in yeah. real life. Thirdly, yes, absolutely. That addresses issue number one. What about when you start to starve? <laughs> what? You know there's not like an unlimited food supply on this plane, right? Because everyone is gonna die. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, no, if you have any diagnosed mental disorder, you're not allowed to be a pilot. Yeah, that's that's that is what I thought the case was. Um. Anyway, so the captain's like, "Yeah, we're just we're just never gonna land again." I just really like flying this plane with all my new celebrity friends, which is frankly kind of fucking like discriminatory against certain people with mental issues. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, sorry, friend, you got depression. No, you're not flying a plane. Mm-hmm. You'll ne- I, you're staying on the ground, buddy. I think the idea is that like a suicide risk is a lot bigger on an airplane. That is absolutely true, but also if you can say, hey, I'm being treated for it regularly, and, like, I've got, like, you know, like, I don't know. I take issue with that. 
I mean, I hear you. Listen, I'm here with you. Yeah. I'm good. I got you. I, I get the logic behind it, but I disagree. Um, the flight also attendant- like there are some things that like are like does that mean if like someone is diagnosed with autism, does that mean they can't fly a plane? Right. Which is I think super probably, shitty. That's probably what that means. Yes. Yeah. Um, the flight attendant tries to grab Clover. Uh, Clover uh, throws. And also, Clover's like, you're crazy. And he's like, au contraire. The celebrities here would have to be crazy not to to want to leave this plane. <laughs> and you know then who he... he reminds me of? Who? The guy from Fear Right, Red White. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I almost kind of wish... I like his voice, but I think this episode would be even better if he did, like, the normal pilot voice. Like, when they come on on intercom, like... We are cruising at 10,000 feet, <laughs> and uh, I have a league of robot flight attendants that are going to murder anyone that tries to land this plane. <laughs> what? Every flight, like, pilot sound the same. <laughs> is there, like, a filter that they're putting in there? Is that basically a vocal... Is that actually a vocaloid? Uh, maybe? <laughs> it's possible? Uh, we are now traveling at about a million miles per hour. If you look out to your left, you won't see anything because we're traveling fast enough around the world to turn it backwards and turn back time. Uh, <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> uh, anyway, but... the man teleports out of the room because apparently he can teleport. Apparently he can teleport. This is never explained. No. It kind of is. But it is. This is what I was going to bring up. He's just using the power of his stand. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, he, Clover goes and starts banging on the door while the flight attendant's knocked out to try and get out. And then he reappears in the room and goes, it's useless. Those are diamond-plated doors. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. God. He only says the door specifically, by the way. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Um, so he's like, listen, nothing's gonna get in or out of this plane unless I say so. Also, my flight attendant's gonna throw you off this plane now. Also, she's a robot. Yeah. Also, she, well, (laughs) he doesn't say that until, okay, so the flight attendant throws Clover into the cockpit, or the, um, the captain's chair is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Um, the seatbelts come and get her. Uh, the flight attendant starts walking up to her to throw her out of the plane. Clover claps. The seatbelts come off. Well, also, she gets a she finds a hollow projection of his trifold bo- board. Oh yes, <laughs> that's when she figures out that he has a celebrity worshiping problem. Which she's like looking at the control panel and then presses a button. Why does this guy have this built into the jet? What, because listen, he's gonna be up there for a while. He's gonna need a jacket. <laughs> God. <laughs> um. So he's so he's like, yeah, okay. So now that you found that, we're gonna have to throw you out of the plane, like literally. Uh, so we're going to have to kill you now. <laughs> we I'm we are so sorry. We are uh, going to be throwing you out of the airplane and uh, watching you fall to your death. It's a little. <laughs> it's a little Adam Westian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. Also. He explains that they are going above the speed of sound right now, so radar cannot detect them. 
I love, I, I, I just constantly keep quoting him because I love it. <laughs> uh, but he goes, ooh, did I mention that my, uh, you know, flight attendants are robots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, because Clover okay. stands up. She, like, throws the woman under her leg. She, like, jumps and grabs her shoulders and throws her. And then her face falls off as she hits the chair. <laughs> then you see it, like, happen. Yes. And she turns around with her metal robot face, and I almost just closed the episode. It's the worst. <laughs> she, like, she, it, it, she, cause she doesn't have a nose under yeah. there. Oh, God. That's, yeah, that's part of it. And also, she has three sets of fangs. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's an actually scary robot design. Yes. Uh, and Clover's like, uh, hey, what the fuck? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, did I mention that all of my flight attendants are robots? Uh, and then Clover just immediately, like, kills the robot and then sprays it with a fire extinguisher to kill it. Uh, and then, because <laughs> he was like, did I forget to mention this? And Clover's like, did I forget to mention I'm a spy? Yeah. Which, Clover, honey. Clover. <laughs> well, you... I hope you didn't forget to mention it. I hope you just chose not to. <laughs> uh, she sprays the guy with a fire extinguisher, and he gets covered in goo? I- extinguisher goo? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but he, like, can't see, uh, and he's like, you won't get away, and then Clover's like, uh, yeah, I will, and then she, like, slowly walks away from him, uh, presses a button on the console, and then runs out of the cockpit. Um, and she doesn't bother trying to stop to tell anybody what's going on. She just runs straight into the enormous bathroom. Yeah. Oh, she passes by that person that we thought looked like Mandy. It does not look like Mandy from the front. Oh, dang. I thought, <laughs> I thought also, there was a Mandy. I thought it, it would be a really funny goof to just have Mandy on there. And she's like, oh, did you win a contest too? And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm just famous. <laughs> My mom bought a company. <laughs> My mom bought the airline. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Clover is sitting on a couch in the bathroom. I mean, Mandy would be the person to have an airline named Bling. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Clover's sitting on the couch in the bathroom and then hears something from underneath one of the sinks. So she pulls the panel away. Which leads to an unknown crawl space in which she needs to push another panel away. Which leads to a bunch of pipes. Which leads into a room below the plane where the man... I, was, is this the man or is this Danny? No, it's the man. This is the man. The man is being held hostage against his will for some reason. Yeah, I don't understand what he did wrong. This never goes back. This never comes back. Well, is, is the man secretly a spy? <laughs> this is never Code explained. The man. He, he is named the man. Code named the man. Right. Triple threat is a better spy team <laughs> than the totally spies. <laughs> and she doesn't free him, by the way. No, she no, She just no. leaves him there. Why would she? She's like, I'll be back. And he's like, mm. <laughs> um. We cut back to the uh, other spies now, uh, and Jerry gives oh, them right. the <laughs> gives them the stash stash. Yes. Uh, which one is a good f- pun, two bad gadget. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, their fake mustaches that they're wearing, uh, which they can put stuff in to hide it, but when they do, the mustaches get really big. Yeah, and, like, they don't... 
the items still have weight while they're inside the mustaches is the thing. So yeah, they just keep so it's like like super... cramming dictionaries into their mustaches until they're so big <laughs> they just fall over. Uh, and for whatever reason, this is the episode to make, like, really explicitly gendered jokes, because they're like, we're girls, why are you giving us mustaches? Right. Um, but, like, all their shit falls out and they're stuck to the floor, uh, and Clover calls the two of them, and Alex is like, if you're going to fucking brag about that play one more time, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Um, and Clover's like, no, 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 listen, listen. Some bad shit is happening on this plane, and I need you guys to come help me. Uh, and as as this happens, the villain shows up and tries to break down the door to the bathroom, which I didn't think would be that difficult, but apparently it well, is. All these doors are like those... Well, I guess it's not one of those titanium doors, because they... No, it's just just the cockpit door yeah. is the, is the diamond-coated door. Um, and... Sam and Alex steal a bunch of gadgets from Jerry. They tell Jerry, like, Jerry's like, the, we haven't finished the tests. And Sam says, what better way to test them than out in the field? And he's like, oh, you're right. Mm-mm, no, no, she's not. Nuh-uh. Nope. <laughs> That's a bad way to you test them. Don't, you just saw how this went. Don't, why would you put gadgets that you barely even know what they do and risk your friend's life on them? It's not a good idea, guys. It's a bad idea. Um, so we immediately cut to the two of them flying via helmet, I guess? They're like helmet packs, jet packs, and they do call them out as being nuclear-powered again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so now not Rip, only Sam and Alex. do they have nuclear reactors on their head, now in the best-case scenario, they're gonna get brain cancer. Yeah. Uh, Alex's helmet runs out of power. Yeah, it, uh, and then it's a nuclear powered helmet. How? About, how? <laughs> it takes a lot. Well, well, Luke, it takes a lot of power to go past the speed of sound with a helmet on your head. Because <laughs> they are. You mentioned it on Twitter that plane is going faster than the speed of sound, and they catch up to it with their helmets. With just their helmets, <sighs> these girls are fucking dead. <laughs> They just, uh, Alex just falls, and then Alex clings to Sam for the rest of the scene, and it's a pretty long scene. And she's not, like, clinging on in a way that, like, oh, god, I'm gonna fall. It's like, hold me, Sam. Yeah, she's got, like, her arms draped around her neck. It's gay. Yes. Like, it is the scene, like, it is what Lois Lane does with Superman. Yes. Yes. Um, so they use these helmets to get there, and then they're just hanging out under the plane, because apparently they can just hover underneath something moving past the speed of sound. <laughs> right? Uh, and Sam pulls out the mighty metal boxing glove. Or the gadget she was um, dying to test. Yes, uh, and she punches a hole in this airplane, and then it fuses back shut. I, um, yeah. And as she does it, Alex goes, isn't that the toilet exhaust? Which is, one, a weird thing to call right. it. Right. Uh, and two, gross. Uh, and Sam goes, yeah, but we gotta get in. So they do that, and then they appear in a toilet inside the bathroom that Clover is in. It's, it's baffling. How did they, they why, why are the pipes so big? (laughs) Why are the pipes so big? (sighs) Why is this toilet as big as a person? What kind of Nobody dumps does possibly... he think celebrities take? 
How could somebody possibly sit on this toilet? Uh, I will mention that, like, the shot we get when they're first coming out of the toilet, we, like, we see it from below. It's definitely way bigger than Sam is, so, like, she gets out. And then the next shot, it's way smaller oh, than yeah. Sam is. Yeah. Um, like, I realize I that they're doing... because they, uh, she uses, like, the fist to get through, uh, the... You know, like, the toilet hatch, basically. And yeah. also, it reforms... Yeah, the plane heals itself. I wasn't sure if that was a like a thing with the fist or with the plane. It's it's unexplained because it will come up again later, <laughs> uh, and I will I will talk about it then. Also, when they use it, like it looks like you see like the inside of the hole, and it looks basically like it's underground. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, you just see like the fist come out first through really the good. toilet. It's very funny. <laughs> um, so they go help Clover brace the door because they showed up in the exact bathroom Clover is in, even though this thing is like fifty stories tall. Um, and the flight attendants break down the door. Clover lands in a bucket that somebody was using to mop, apparently. Um, and Sam just like rolls through. Um, they throw Clover at one of the flight attendants, and Clover chops her arms off with, I guess, her bare hands? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, a bunch of oil shoots out. It's pretty gross. Uh, man, I really loved this fight scene. Edgar Wright really killed it again <laughs> with, uh, The World's End. <laughs> um... Sam runs up to another one of them with a plunger and cleaves her in half with it. <laughs> uh, which I do want to note, does rip the clothes in half. Um, and then Alex gets in a fight with another one who has, like, the claws that Clover had last episode. Uh, that she was using from Spy. Um, and Alex dodges enough to get backed up into the sink, and then she sprays the lady with water, which instantly kills her. Love those extremely powerful fighting robots that die as soon as they're exposed to water. Do you guys think that yeah. these are ones that are resistant to magnets? I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not resistant. Things that these robots are resistant to. One, magnets. Endless. Things these robots are not resistant to. Everything else. Endless. <laughs> fists. Fists. Fists is number one. Palms is number two. Fingernails is number three. The rubber end of a plunger, number four. Uh Clover's like, hey, put on the flight attendant's uniforms and we'll walk back into the uh into the cockpit. Uh, and apparently they need a key card to do this, Which, so they scan the key cards and walk in. Molly, sure, how I guess. is uh, this whole scene with uh, Sam's hair like down in front of her like forehead more? She's huh? got like different hair on this this scene because she's still it's wet from. Well, I guess I'm gonna ruin it because it's say it's wet from toilet water. <laughs> and yeah, I mean that is that is pretty gross, Luke. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's just a different looking hair look for her. It's fine. Uh, they do, they do this uh, every so often. Do they? Yeah, okay, when, the when her hair gets wet, they they do do this, yeah. Huh, okay. Uh, it's not particularly new. I don't know, it's fine. Okay. It, it It's weird because it's not her regular look, right. which is baffling, uh, but still pretty good. And then, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they walk into the cockpit. The guy doesn't even turn around. And he goes, hey, did you guys eliminate the girls? And then Clover's like, 
if you mean girl, you mean Clover, because that's me and no. <laughs> and he's and just he's like, like, oh, shit. Oh. He's like, oh, well, fuck this. And then he presses a button on his remote and teleports away. Uh, and Clover goes, oh, that's how he does it. Wait, now, <laughs> Clover, you're also going to explain to me what you mean by that's how he does it, because I'm still just as confused as before. <laughs> oh, you mean he presses a button and that's how he does right. it. Oh, a button. Of course. Um, And he goes, okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to seal this room off forever. Uh, I'm going to drop the cabin pressure to this room. Uh, and you guys are going to die in here. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go mingle with the guests. Uh, so we get, like, we cut to a shot of him going out to hang out with some of the guests on his plane. Uh, and some lady with, like, red hair and a southern accent is like, Hey, Captain, I am, like, needed in Paris. What's up? And he's like, well, listen, we're we're just, like, going around a little further. Don't worry about it. Uh, the, you know, the journey, it, the destination's the journey, right? Haha. <laughs> How about I get everybody some low-fat pistachio frozen yogurt? <laughs> and then, everybody it turns in out the- to be wasabi. Oh, yeah. God. Dang it, God. actually. That was a joke for me I hate Luke. you. Great. Great. It's a Cars reference. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, oh, okay, yes, now I know, because you told me about that scene specifically, Luke. I. <laughs> it's such a weird fucking scene. Larry the Cable Guy truck eats some wasabi because he thinks it's pistachio ice cream. <laughs> good. Uh, everybody in the room, including Triple Threat, is psyched about this frozen yogurt, I guess. Which comes out as drinks, by the way. <laughs> Which, I'm more like duo threat at this point. Yeah, no, this is only a double threat. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's the actual word that yeah, I should have used. Yeah, there you go. No, I got you. So, that's the end of that scene. And then we cut back to the cockpit where the girls are, like, slowly dying <laughs> due to lack of oxygen. Yeah, it's, it's and weird all just dark like, for this show. They're like, just they like, don't play it for a lot of laughs. No, it's, it's just, just like these... Like, they're laying against <sighs> each other, like, struggling to breathe. Uh, and uh, the the one joke we do get here is Alex goes, I haven't been this nauseous since Mandy wore a tube top to science class. Which, okay, I guess. You're supposed to Alex, wear you're gay. clothes that cover your body, closed-toed shoes. Mandy was not practicing good science safety. That's probably what Alex was had like an issue with. Like, yeah. love the look, Mandy, but you're in a lab. <laughs> uh so Sam is like, listen, the air pressure in here is dropping. We have to do something. And Clover's like, okay, I am gonna tell everybody on the plane what's going on in here. Um so she goes over to the thing and goes, Hey everybody, the captain's actually going to keep you up here forever. Uh, and it's going to be really awful, and we're never going to land. Um, and the captain goes, okay, well, here's here's what's going to happen now. I am accelerating this plane <laughs> to one million miles per hour. No, uh, yeah. Fa- <laughs> now, I, let me finish. 
He goes, I'm going to accelerate this plane to one million miles per hour and go the other way around the Earth, which is fast enough to reverse its turning to turn back time and go back to a time when all of you were poor. (laughs) (laughs) And he just says this, and I was like, well, that's going to obviously be like a fucking, like, impossible thing that's about to happen. He says so many things so rapidly. <laughs> Go ahead, Luke. Like, Go first ahead. First of all, you're going to accelerate it to what now? A million miles per what? <laughs> One million miles per hour. It's That's a lot of miles per hour. The, and then somehow the plane moving that fast is going to reverse the rotation of the Earth a la Superman. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> But but a, he like is a celebrity worshiper. That's his whole thing, and he's gonna go back to a time when none of them are famous because they don't want to be his friend. I'm just wow. There's just so much packed into a few minutes, a few seconds of dialogue. This episode has been uh, relatively sane until now. <laughs> I mean, for a totally spice episode, yeah, yeah. Uh, now I yes. did some googling. Uh-huh. Because the word one million miles per hour means basically nothing to me. Right, yes. Um, now, we're nowhere near the speed of it's, light. It's about one, one six hundredth the speed of light. Yes. Um, which is still but, crazy. <laughs> which is still pretty crazy that it could even measure. <laughs> it's it's like one six hundred. It's not even like a thousandth the speed of no. light. It's like one six hundred and fiftieth. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, here are a few things that one million miles per hour is faster than. Uh, it's about four and a half times as fast as a bolt of lightning. God. <laughs> well, I'm getting, I can see a few of them from my house right now, so Dope. I can really visualize that. Uh, it is 11 times as fast as the average meteor. Okay. Uh, it goes 500 times as fast as a bullet shot out of a rifle. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a thousand times as fast as a bullet shot out of a handgun. Uh, it is six hundred and fifty times as fast as a jet fighter. Yep. And it is about one thousand five hundred times the speed of sound, which is how fast he was going previously. Which is how fast he so was going before. In an instant, he accelerates times 1,500 and murders everybody on that airplane. <laughs> and just turns them to paste. Yes. The, the, the like, comparison that got to me with that is that hypothetically, if that airplane could work in space, he could fly to the sun in less than two hours. I just... I, well, I there's mean, no way... Luke. Yeah. It can fly in space. <laughs> You're well, right, it does. It does do that. Um, I do want to point out, and this one is kind of... I think this is a good a good uh, comparison here. It is 15,000 15, times as fast as a hurricane. Oh, God. And you know how much destructions hurricanes right, cause. And apparently this thing does have an effect on the Earth below it, because... Uh, so yes, after he says this, he presses the button to immediately accelerate this plane to one million miles per hour. 
everyone on the plane just kind of acts like they're a little bit inconvenienced. He finally reveals the true power of his stand, 21 pilots. (laughs) Fuck off. Alright, I'm gonna kick Luke from this call. (laughs) We see literally the shot from the Superman movie Uh where Superman was flying around the Earth except the Superman is replaced with the plane. Um, and down on Earth, people literally de-age from the modern times into 70s outfits. A dog transforms from a big dog into a little dog. It turns into a puppy. And, like, this, like, a, the girl in the top right goes from being a woman to being, like, a teenager with pigtails. Uh-huh. That was, I definitely know someone's drawing that. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, yeah. This yeah, is the scene course. I was, this is the clip I was talking about. That, like, yeah, oh, no, okay, yes. Yeah. I, I wanted to make here's sure. Here's a dash of horny in this episode. Just a little quick little bit of age regression for you. Oh, I was, I was also talking about, like, the part where Clover gets, like, an extended pedicure. Yeah, I guess there's that. And also the part where they climb through a toilet. There's actually a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, like, in your, well, sometimes it's in your face, but, like, it's, it's not, like. It's low-key horny. As. Yes. Yeah. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I think that was horny. <laughs> Everyone gets up, and they're gonna fight the pilot. And the pilot's like, no, listen, my flight attendants will take care of you. Don't worry about it. And they all, apparently all of these uh, flight attendants all just, like, T-pose and stand around <laughs> all of the people on the plane. And keep them standing there. Now, the thing about this... Is that these people are immune to the effects of the age regression, apparently. Well, they're moving at a million miles an hour, so presumably, yeah. Yes, they'd be, they're going they along with the plane. So all of their riches are just apparently disappearing from Earth, which is the issue. Right, so when, if if and when they do land, they're going to land on, like, an alien world that is from the past. Right, but it appears, because everyone can see themselves de-aging... That nothing should really be changing that much. I mean, at least everyone is going to remember that somebody did this to that them. That seems to... Yes! Like, that's not how this... How... Mm. <laughs> like, that's not how their bogus signs I'm works. Not, I'm so confused. Nothing in this episode makes any fucking sense. Clover and Alex are watching all of this on security cameras inside the plane. Uh, as and they like, slowly die. Yes. As they slowly die. And Sam Sam is there like, actually, fuck this. I'm going to punch my way out of this plane. <laughs> and she takes a yo-yo out of her bag and goes, oh, man, I hope this experimental gadget works. And I just want everyone to know she's carrying this just fine. For the record. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could argue it's not been activated yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, this exact scene makes me realize that when Sam punches her way out of the cockpit, he never said the walls weren't diamond-coated. They could have <laughs> just punched their way back out into the main area of the fucking airplane. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> instead of slowly dying in the cockpit. <laughs> they had They had that option. And Sam gets on the outside of the plane, which, if anything, has even lower air pressure than the cockpit right now, and yet is totally fine air-wise now. Also, the airplane is still going one million miles per hour, and she's just kind of hanging out. Yes. It's yeah, cool. She would be, like, turned into a fireball from the friction. <laughs> no, it's fine. This airplane should be a fireball from the friction. No, it's fine. It's too big to get fireballed. <laughs> it's it's, it's it's a bling plane. It can't turn into a fireball. 
<laughs> All plain planes are made um, of 100% asbestos. <laughs> um, so they realize, hey, don't cockpits have oxygen masks? For exactly um, this situation? Yeah, for exactly this situation. Uh, and Alex goes, oh yeah. Or when I- a transporting supervillain traps <laughs> you in the cockpit behind a diamond-coated door... There it should happens. be oxygen masks. Yes. It happens to everyone. Very common. Um, Clover uses her freshly manicured nails to, like, unscrew where the ga- the oxygen masks are. Yes. Uh, and then they plug in the oxygen uh, w- tube into the helmet that Alex rode in on, I- which... Apparently forces out more oxygen. Why didn't they just put the masks then, on? <laughs> yeah, if that's how it works. I don't know. I guess they needed. The, I I have no idea, Luke. <laughs> I don't know. I can't give you any answers anymore. <laughs> it's up to you to find them now. <laughs> so they do that, uh, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, now all the air pressure in here is fine." What seems like a conclusion they should have come to about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they go, hey, shouldn't we... So, okay, so we cut up to Sam, and she ties this yo-yo to, like, a bolt on top of the plane. Yeah. Um, and then she throws the yo-yo, and then it goes all the way down to the end of its string and activates. And it's apparently the heaviest item ever devised on the planet. Right. Because because the plane nose dives, and we should be clear, it hasn't decelerated at all. <laughs> yeah, no, it is nose diving at a million miles per hour, <laughs> so it should have instantly hit the earth. Right, like, hold on, I'm looking at the cruising altitude of a jetliner. It's like it's like thirty two thousand, thirty six thousand feet. Yeah, or that sounds like about that. right. Yeah, so like, let's double that and say seventy two thousand feet. That's still not e- like the let's see miles per hour to feet per second this will be yeah. good uh so 1 miles per hour is about 1.4 feet per second so 1 million miles per hour is about 1.4 million 1 million, feet per second yeah 1.4 million feet so per second so it's not even going to take a so, tenth of a second for that plane to hit the ground instantaneously they would all hit the ground and fucking die. So I guess we need to realize that they're all moving incredibly fast for the rest of this episode. <laughs> That's just what I want everybody to be thinking yeah. about. <laughs> they're going the fastest yes. any they're going human could go. At a rate so much faster than one million miles per hour inside the plane to have this kind of reaction time. Yeah. That it's just not comprehensible. Like, at, at one million miles per hour is not even comprehensible. No. This is more. <laughs> so they all just walk out of the plane because the plane didn't heal itself this time. Uh, and they go and help Sam. Uh, and Alex, like, throws her belt to Sam. And it just kind of hits her in the head at first. Um, and, like, Sam almost dies again. Yeah. But she manages to catch on to something. Listen, we, 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 we could be here all day if we kept asking questions, but I, I have to. How do they repressurize yeah. the cabin if the, there was a hole in it? Uh, don't worry about <laughs> it. 
They're going so fast that nothing can escape. They're moving at such a speed right. that nothing can escape. Oh, the I see. It's acting like a seal. Okay, that I'm pretty yes. sure that wouldn't work, but I'll it, I'll buy no. it. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my explanation. Um, they they managed to like get Sam back in, and by the way, they were wearing their uh, flight attendant's belt, so I don't know why there's any like kind of rope on it or whatever. Is there is there uh, an actual Jesus. airplane on the podcast now? <laughs> Uh, no, sorry, the, the blade shit just broke the <laughs> no, We had a lot of house. questions about how airplanes work, so we had an actual 747 jetliner guest on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ashley's just kind of podcasting in the middle of a thunderstorm. It's fine. I'm podcasting in a hurricane. <laughs> Great. Because <laughs> Florida couldn't just let me go easily. <laughs> no. I had to give you one more to go. Um, so Clover goes to press the big red button that will ensure the landing gear, the perfect landing gear that can never fail. Uh, you know, to they stop probably could have just put that from the beginning. Yeah, the button is not like a new <laughs> button. They could have just hit that. Um, and and the show, like what it shows to, like what it does, like it obviously could have worked. Yeah. Um. So the captain appears. Because he has sensed that somebody is about to thwart his plan. <laughs> and he goes, step away from the button. Uh, and he's like, and Clover's just like, no, just no. How about, like, look out because you're going to get your ass kicked real quick by my <laughs> friends. And then Sam kicks the man to death. Uh, and then Alex kind of tosses him across the room. <laughs> um, like, his remote breaks. Uh, Clover presses the button. The plane immediately writes itself and just lands in the Pacific. Just just like, okay, Perfect here we go. landing. Perfect landing. Nothing wrong. Whoop shows up, collects everybody, good to go. They just they just float along on the water. It's, it's cool. Fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, a bunch of whoop jets show up and like an actual little plane shows up to take everybody away. They're probably gonna need more planes than just this one to get everybody out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Given how many people are like on this I plane, just, it seems bad. They didn't fix the time problem. No, we are we are officially literally back in whatever age but Jerry's still that Jerry. it was. Jerry you know still what? obviously Jerry. the effects of that uh forward to the past episode has left him immune to time fuckery. Probably. But I do want everyone to remember that we're in the 1970s for the rest of this show. Yeah. This show just became a crossover Until with Life on Mars. Until else happens. <laughs> God. Until some other time stuff happens, that is what it's going to yep. be. Um, we get, like, a scene of, well, like... You see, actually, because it stopped after moving so, uh, like, so yeah. much, uh, it actually, like, spun the planet back a bit. Oh, so like the whiplash. At best, the, yes. I, you know, at best I will give you the, the whiplash back to like 1980s. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. So just it. keep in mind that they're going to keep calling her Mandy, but it's actually Phoebe. <laughs> no, they would have to go back to the 60s for that. <laughs> anyway. Um, we get, like, a cute little scene where they're, like, seeing everybody off the plane. Um, uh, one of them is the star from the, uh, season one, the season two, uh, finale and closer. 
Oh God, really? Oh, that's right. Uh, the the character who's definitely Bruce not Willis. Bruce Willis is there. Oh man. Yeah. Um, like all the bands are there. It's again the weirdest continuity. It really is. I mean, I guess they had to make model sheets for all these characters. They may as well recycle them. Yeah. And, like, uh, Sam is seeing people off the plane. She goes, oh, hey, uh, thanks for flying with us. Um, and then she, like, blushes. She's like, I always wanted to say that. Like, Sam has so many weird jobs. She, wa- she wants to be a flight attendant. She wants to be uh, an acrobat. She wants to do all these, like, it's kind of funny. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, Alex is like, hey, uh, if you're going to sue anybody, make sure you sue him and not us because we're the good guys. Uh, and then it cuts away from them. Enjoy trying to integrate into life in the 1970s. <laughs> Please don't go talk to you. Well, no, I guess there aren't kid versions of you out there because that's not how this no, time travel worked. Yeah, no, that's not how this time travel worked. Um, Clover like tries to apologize to the other girls by giving them um, photos of Triple Threat that are, I guess they are signed. I, I didn't notice the signatures before. I thought she was just handing them photos she took of Triple Threat. Um, and that's the end of the episode. They That's all the make end up. of the episode. Um, I uh, after uh, I didn't want to say after Sam goes like oh, I always wanted to be a, you know, like a stewardess. Uh, Alex does pull the bye bye now. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. I was not paying attention to this vlog because there's nothing she could possibly say that would kind of make up for anything that happened here. Uh, it's all about, like, how fame, and then at the end she goes, like, but it would be cool to, like, you know, like, I am a pretty cool super spy. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to have a show about that, you know, about me and uh, my friends being spies. And just have a, have a cool name. How about Totally Clover? Yeah, great job, Clover. And, and that's the joke. The joke is... Like... That it, it's not the actual name of it. It's... It's totally Clover, not totally spies. Yeah, like she like yeah, winks that, at the camera, the... and then uh, and then yeah. that's the end of that. Oh, landing will hit soon. Oh, oh. thunder roll. Hit oh. soon. holy shit! Oh, I guess the airplane wants to uh, be a part of the questions. <laughs> uh, well, first, Luke, what did you think about that episode? Boy, that was that was something. If Totally Spies ever manages to top the weirdness factor of this episode. <laughs> it was just, like I said, the only thing, the only thing I think could have improved it is if that guy talked in the generic pilot voice. <laughs> it would have been amazing. I loved this and was also just in awe the entire time. <laughs> it's, it really is kind of everything that's fun about this show, which is... Not giving a fuck about making any sense. It was amazing. It, Just it's fucking like it was yeah, scripted this... by a fourth grader. <laughs> like, Axe Cop has more continuity than this episode. <laughs> God, I, I haven't heard somebody say Axe Cop in five years. <laughs> <laughs> and a yeah, show. Yeah. Nick Offerman played Axe Cop. Tyler the Creator was on it. God. Um, Ashley, do we have questions? We do have questions, and yeah, I agree that this is just basically the perfect uh, episode. Yep. Uh, from at Michael Loves Rabbits, Jets, oh, well, the question was, man, I don't fucking know, we got big jets, celebrities, and time travel? <laughs> Ask us questions. We may not have answers. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, from at Michael Loves Rabbits, Jet celebrities and time travel, eh? Unrelated question, any of you read or watch the uh, Langoliers? Ashley, I sure hope you can explain this joke. I assume the Langoliers has at least two or three of those things in it. Um, the Langoliers is a Stephen King short story and also a miniseries. I've read the short story. I've actually, I actually really like it. It's one of my favorite Stephen okay. King okay. things. Even though it's totally fucking bonkers right. and silly. Spies. Underground. Spies. Undercover. Um, whatever. Undercover. No, underground. <laughs> we're uh, but, moving. <laughs> we're moving to Sony Spies Underground. The only uh, fan site where you can also get really creepy fan art. No, well, that's no I don't true. believe that at all. <laughs> no, not the only website, but one of the websites. Uh, anyway, um, the Lang- uh, Illiers is a thing where all these people fall asleep on a plane. Uh-huh. And when they wake up, everyone is dis- has disappeared. Oh. And at first it's like, uh, like, oh, is this the, the rapture? Is this... And then they slowly start to realize that it's not everyone else on the planet. It's them that disappeared, and they're in this weird alternate world. Okay. Uh, and then they're they're being hunted by these creatures called the, Lang- uh, gotcha. the Langoliers. That sounds like a Stephen King story. It's kind of like a weird left behind, like the first few chapters of the first book of right. Left Behind, but without a, a lot of the religion uh-huh. stuff and more like giant. Does it have the like, same obsessive monsters. attention to detail with regard to cell phone technology as Left Behind? Um, because kind most of the first few chapters of Left Behind are dedicated to one guy hacking into his air phone on the back of his seat. To use it as a modem for his laptop so he can report on the story from the airplane. What the fuck? <laughs> it's such a bad book. Uh, like even even if you are the type of religious person that believes that shit, which you shouldn't be because it's bad. Um, but even if you do, like it's just badly written. Uh, in the uh, new one that stars Nick Cage, the new uh, live action movie of Left Behind. Uh-huh. Uh He goes satellite phone. Yep. Yep, satellite phones are a very big deal in the world of Left Behind. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And, like, he and the uh, journalist bond over the fact that they both have uh-huh. satellite phones. God, okay, yep. Uh, so, yeah, that is that is the... Thank you, Mike, for bringing up long, the long leers. <laughs> uh, from at Dormingu... Uh, have you ever bumped into a stranger who you could imagine as a time traveler? N- no? Uh, no, not really. Can't say I have. Not not any that I would know of. I did bump into someone yesterday that could have been a wizard. Like oh, a, really? Like a Harry Potter type wizard. Like, I listen, it was just because of his name. Because his name was Benjamin Higginbotham. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah! I met somebody named Benjamin Higginbotham yesterday. Okay, so you did meet a wizard. Yeah, exactly. You met a wizard. Was it a night uh, wizard? I guess. <laughs> did they have a lightsaber, yes or no? No. Well, fuck off. <laughs> Who cares? I don't think wizards have a... usually have those, Molly. Night wizards do. All right. <laughs> uh, also from Doromingu, do you like big jets and cannot lie? There's other can't spies can't deny that when a plane flies in with the itty bitty slaps and around thing where you're at you get whooped. Are you done? You, are you done? Great. 
and then I kind of hate myself for putting time into this. Yeah. Who, who did should. this? <laughs> who did this? That was Dormingo. Jordan. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound so disappointed in him? <laughs> God. You're not mad. No, I am I am both mad and disappointed. Okay. Good. Yeah. Great. <sighs> uh, I just from I just at- want everybody to know I did go to Totally Spies Underground after accidentally saying underground. Uh, and they are having voting open for their summer fun fan art contest. Oh shit. Uh it is on right now, but there were only two pieces of art submitted. Oh, that's, uh, that's so sad. Yeah. Um and we we should have pulled some shit <laughs> on really, that. Yeah. yeah, if we'd been more attentive, we could have gotten some submissions. We could have made some shit happen. Uh but we did well I will I will keep an eye on Totally Spies Underground in the future to make sure we can help them out a little bit. Yeah. Um the the admin of the site, Ghidra, did write a story uh to prompt the uh the uh the, the art contest here uh which was about fucking on a boat yeah that's in yep. right yep anyway uh, questions uh from at arcing crystal uh when did you realize that oh shit they might actually be doing korasami well you see- <laughs> hold on a second wait now hold on this isn't a totally spies question <laughs> I appreciate it, though. <sighs> uh, you it was have a Yuri uh, podcast. Go answer it on that one. <laughs> That's specifically about Magic Emotica right now. <laughs> no, please, actually answer right here, right now. <laughs> uh, it was specifically when they were, uh, like, when Cora came back from kind of her long hiatus, and one, they mentioned that she only wrote to Asami. Yeah, yeah that's a pretty okay. big sign, yeah. Uh, and there's just, like, a scene, uh, where, uh, Korra, like, has this really tight tug with Asami, and then they just, uh, compliment each other's clothes for, like, two yeah. minutes. I, and it's like, To me, mm. it was, uh, when, like, I, I saw people talking about that, I'm like, I think you guys might be reading too much into this, but then I forget what Asami even does, but she does... Like a favor for Cora, and Cora just goes, "You're so sweet." I'm like, "Oh, well, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it was more like I was like, I wasn't, I didn't ever really think at a point I, they were like, they're gonna do this, right? They're definitely gonna do this. It was more like, man, if they aren't gonna like, they're not gonna do this, but like, they're definitely leading people in that yeah. direction. Like, it is not, like, people reading between the lines, or, like, it is a, like, I feel like there's some author intent here. Yeah. Um, from at Lady K. Hirsch, if Jerry was a lady, Jerry, sure. uh, which, no, no Geraldine, please. No. Yes. Would she still be seen as creepy as her male counterpart? Like, obviously she'd still be evil, but... Would she be as creepy? Yes. yes. She would be. I yes. guess you wouldn't have the same, like, patriarchal slant to it, but it would still be really creepy. Yeah. It's it's still very creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
I, I think the moment where we mentioned it earlier, where you see, like, in the dressing yeah. room, would still be like, ah. yeah. Yeah. Like it, I think some other things maybe are, would be less creepy, but it would still be really like bad. Forcing the spies to dress up in sexy Santa outfits for the Christmas party would still be awful. It would be infinitesimally less awful if it wasn't a dude making them do it. Yes. Yeah, it's still like like maybe 1% yeah, less creepy, yeah. but still that's still somehow 110%. Right, yes. Exactly. Uh, from at Chie Shadonoka, if you could time travel to see one movie on opening night in theaters, what Ooh. movie would it be? Oh, God, I super don't have an answer for this. I'm trying to think. Speed Racer. I, yeah, I see, I love Speed Racer, but I love the experience I had with it the first time I saw it, and I wouldn't want to lose that. Where, well, yours is better. Yeah, where I had my friend break me into a movie theater to see it by ourselves. Yeah. I would really like to see Star Wars. Yeah, that like, would be Original last what, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Like, what people, like, so I could just hear what people thought when they were leaving yeah, the theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Like, I, I would want to go to a movie that is considered a classic uh-huh. now, but maybe was more shaky that at would the time. Be, or, it, let me throw this at you. Go to Back to the Future. <laughs> oh boy, that'd be yeah, pretty good. fuck with people. There's a really good joke in Glow about Back to the Future, the yeah, new I need Netflix to watch series. That still. Uh, I won't spoil it because it's kind of uh, it, it involves mm-hmm. a plot point, but it, I laughed really <laughs> hard. <laughs> I should watch Glow. Glow has problems. Sure. Yeah. Um, there are some things I think it does really well, and some, like, cliches I think it does pretty good at avoiding. Mm-hmm. But then it also falls into those cliches at points. Gotcha. Okay. Kind of yeah. like wrestling. Sure. Kind of like wrestling. Um, from at Witsuwaru, if you could travel back in time and kill a celebrity, who would it be? Oh, jeez. Whoa. Whoa. Hold on. How are we defining celebrity? We need to establish some parameters. Well, okay, hang on, wait. What if we just didn't? <laughs> no, no I, I think we have to. I think we have no choice. No, I don't... No, I'm not... I don't want to murder anybody. I think the time stream is going to be destroyed forever unless we murder one celebrity apiece. Well, if we do, it'll also murder the time stream. No, it'll correct the time stream. There's some kind of oh. contrived situation that has forced us into this. We have no option. I... Can I go with Actually, Coco I... Chanel? She was a Nazi. That sounds good. Yeah, there's a lot okay. of like, Nazi sympathizer celebrities. That's true. Yeah. I I don't know. Who counts? I, I don't know. Right. Like, I, I'm assuming it has to be, like, an entertainment personality. You can't say, like, well, Hitler was a celebrity. Uh, yeah. I mean, Walt Disney's the first one that jumped to my mind. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> Well, listen, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley. Like, I, I get love, it, I get it. Yes. I love. I think all the things you love about Disney as a, you know, uh, an entity, I think most of those things might have still happened without Walter around. Yeah, that's fair. We may have unions. Yeah, exactly. And, like, a sane copyright law. You know what, actually? Hmm, I don't, hmm. I'm thinking about also Hulk Hogan. 
Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, no, Hulk Hogan would be a good one. That yeah. union busted motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that sounds Fucking like we asshole. have our three. Yeah. Perfect. We got, yeah, we got three. Okay, good. Uh, great. Good. What a good. <laughs> good question. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, from Matt, definitely exist. Uh, definitely exist. What power would the stand Teen Sickle have? <laughs> oh, God. It could. Shit. <laughs> the it problem could is shit. The... Got it. It usually doesn't have all that much to do with the name of the stand. Like, I've, I'm still watching part four of JoJo's right now, and the stand Red Hot Chili Peppers is an electric chicken that can travel instantaneously through power lines. Okay, now hang the fuck on. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, if you actually listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers lyrics, that's actually, like, super... Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I'm a chicken, but on the other hand, sometimes the they, sometimes they do have something to do with the name, like, the stand Bad Company... Is a is a squadron of army men that can shoot like tiny weapons at people. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So I don't Company. know. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ashley. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I I don't know anything about stands. I don't know. Well, it's a manifestation of your mental power. Is the thing. Oh, okay. And when you get shot with a bow and arrow from this magical like ancient world then if you don't die from the wound then you get a stand and it's, cool. so it's pretty what's that it's pretty cool in the modern day then uh i mean Cause yeah. that, you could because you could get fixed right up yeah i don't know if it's a magical wound i haven't watched enough of diamond is unbreakable to know all that much about the bow and arrow <laughs> but okay. i do know that some guy sure. got shot in the throat and then the guy that shot him like grabbed the arrow and pulled it out and there was just a weird little gross baby stand hanging onto the arrow tip. Well, that's gross. Yeah. That's that was the stand aqua necklace. Great. <laughs> I ho- I was hoping you were just going to say it's the stand aqua. I mean, that's what it's named after. <laughs> okay, good. Oh god. <laughs> Because in, in part three, there are tarot cards and then Egyptian gods, but now he's out of those. So in part four, it's just band names and songs. Great. Like, the the main guy has uh, Crazy Diamond. Shine on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great. Good. Great. But, like, its power has nothing to do with that. It can break things and then... Fix them, but rearrange how they get fixed. Like, he breaks some guy's nose and then makes it heal weird. That seems like a weird power. Yeah. That seems, like, kind of useful, I guess. Right. It's like the, like some guy is holding a woman hostage and he punches through the woman to punch the guy and then heals the woman's wound that he punched into her. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, from at Pollyanna If Day. I could punch without consequence. Right, ex- <laughs> exactly. Uh, from at Pollyanna Days, why? Just why? The, we've been asked that question before. Okay. We, I think sorry, guys, Polly, we still can't answer that probably. one. Probably. Yeah. Uh, from at the Happy Leopard, uh, why is that plane so thick? Someone on the design <laughs> team want to fuck that plane because I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Yo, that plane's thick. <laughs> <laughs> Want to get down to that pussy? 
<laughs> Ashley. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not. Is the no, thing? You're not. I kind of am. <laughs> okay. Come on. <sighs> okay. All Do right. we have any more? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh. From Matt King Coalminer, what time period would the spies want to go back to? What are the spies' first celebrity crushes? Oh, God. Oh, God. That's complicated. I mean, Clover, Clover, it's impossible to know. It could be any number. Yeah, what? Yeah. Jeez. I, uh, who's, who's a super smart celebrity that Sam would be into? That's, that's the criteria here. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yep, there you go. Yep, that, or, or... Uh, if she goes back in time, Carl Sagan. Yeah. No, Bill Nye. Bill Nye. There sure. we go. Yeah, Young yeah, yeah. Bill Nye. <laughs> She's going to go back in time and fuck Bill Nye. <laughs> Boy. Boy. <laughs> uh, Alex has a crush on every girl. Yeah. Just all of them. Mm-hmm. Every girl. Yeah. I think there was probably... I guess she's a little... A little young for this, but it, it'd be like if you asked Alex what her favorite Spice Girl was, she'd have a panic attack because she has to pick one. <laughs> I think she might be just old enough for the Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah she would have been like a kid for them. She wouldn't have been like... Right. Like, she would have been like nine when the Spice Girls but were But I think big. like when she goes like, oh yeah, I remember the Spice Girls, and then she looks at it, she goes, oh. Yeah, exactly. She's like, well, I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. <laughs> well, uh-huh. uh-huh. So, no, I'm not going to do it. I was I, nope. I was debating whether I was going to go with you on this adventure, but I decided so not close. to. You got so close. You got so close. You were almost there. Luke, oh, Luke, Luke, God. Luke, yeah. uh-huh. you're a coward. <laughs> I accept that. <laughs> Christ. Oh, okay. That question that question's answered in a way that doesn't help anybody. Yep. We did a good job. Alright, uh, that's it. Okay. Uh, Luke, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Um, you can find me on Audio Entropy where we do a whole mess of shows like Teenagers with Attitude, which is gonna... The week you're hearing this, I think, is when you'll be hearing our 100th episode. That's fucked up. Yep. Yep. Luke, you talked a lot about Power Rangers. We talked a lot about Power Rangers, because those aren't short episodes either. No. We've talked for hundreds of hours about garbage. (laughs) Multiple hundreds of hours. Um, You can also find me on twitch.tv slash videoentropy. Where uh, every Friday or Saturday night, uh, we do a stream of our uh, RPG campaign, Pizza Party, that I GM. Um, It's it's usually... Oh, thank you. Um, Yeah, Ashley and Molly are both players in it. Uh, Julie, uh, host of a bunch of audio entropy shows, is on it, as well as uh, TWA host Mike. Um, It's usually Saturdays at... 
about nine or ten central, but the times can be a little iffy. Just follow me on Twitter, and you'll know. Yeah, we we try to tweet it out before we start uh, streaming, but yeah. it's not always possible because schedules are strange. Yep, mm-hmm. it's kind of a miracle we managed to do it mostly weekly. Right. Um. Also, just as a note, the week you hear this, we will be taking a week off of Pizza Party. Oh, that so is true because me and Ashley week. are going to be in a car driving across this great land, across this great country. Mm. Mm. Across the country, yeah, uh, and come to my house. There is a slim chance we will get there in time to set it up and do it, but we're not going to force it. Don't count on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to try to just try to get there. Yeah, we are assuming yeah. we won't make it, and you know, eh, maybe <laughs> we'll see. Uh, okay, um, is that it for you, Luke? I think so. Ashley, uh, you can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a. Dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can find great podcasts I'm on on audioentropy.com. Uh, and you can find that Yoya podcast Luke mentioned earlier, uh, but with both girls, on my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your goddamn money. Give Ooh. Ashley your fucking money. Uh, yeah, I know, Ashley. I changed up my cuss. I know. <laughs> I changed I, I <laughs> Um, you have anything else you want to plug, Ashley? No? Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y-E-R. You can find me at betgirl.tumblr.com. You can hear me on Transmission. Let me tell you about Homestuck Earthc. Uh, and on, uh, the Amory score over on abnormalmapping.com. When you hear this episode, we will have finished the first album. God. Uh, in the Coheed and Cambria discography. Uh, that that episode is out on the 13th uh, and tomorrow when you hear this episode as of tomorrow the 20th um, there will be a new episode not about the new album we're going to be doing like an episode zero for the new album to kind of talk about the band and we're going to do a little something special with a guest so that should be pretty fun are you going to do one on the uh, Arkham City uh, on the, the Jackson says we are not going to cover the Arkham City song that Coheed and Cambria made um, uh, that uh, is, about the relationship between Batman and the Joker, and I'm very deeply upset. Uh, that is, it's a bad song. I mean, you have time to convince him. <laughs> it's written from the point of they, view of the Joker. They said that they don't want to do it. Well, and I think they're a coward. They, absolutely they are. Yes, they're, they are a coward. What I said is that they are making us read the fucking novelization of Year of the Black Rainbow, and they won't even give me the bad Batman song. I yeah, this is this is bullshit. I'm pro- I'm protesting. Were you not already? What do you mean? Were you not protesting my show already? I mean, no, it's a good show. I'm pretty sure you were. No, I started listening to it. We talked about this. I know. Listen, <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. So that's over at abnormalmapping.com. Um, which, and you can listen to that very good show that we do about a bad band. Oh, uh, Molly. Also... <laughs> no, it's a good band. I love that band. They, hey. they don't, they don't write very good. They don't, they don't do good lore. They don't. That's just the truth. Yeah. Um, oh, and Ashley and Jules just put out an episode in the garbage can, the trash can, yes. the audio entropy garbage dump, uh, about Komodo Friends, if you want to go listen to that shit. Yep. I've heard most people say that they've watched Komodo Friends because of that and cried. 
God. Okay. Good. We, we don't even talk about the. Well, we talk about some of them, but one of the most tear-inducing things of Komodo French we don't talk about. Boy. Um, and I now have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash which you can also find on my Twitter would probably be the easier way to do it, because I don't want to spell my last name every episode. Yeah, that's fair. Give Molly, Molly your, your fucking money. Is this what it was like when you guys were trying to record that thing on Earthsea? Because this seems like a fucking... Or on Homestuck, because that seems like a fucking nightmare. It's really hard to do when you can't look at the other person's face. Yeah, it was a nightmare It just seems like a really bad idea, like, all the way down. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, (laughs) that's that's where I'm at now. You You can find that on my Twitter. Um, you can also go to audioentry.com and hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Give us a little bit of money. Keep the site online. Just pay for the hosting. We don't really pocket just any of that give, money. In just give your money away. <laughs> hit that just MF hand, donate button. Hit that MF donate button. Mash that MF donate button. Uh, and give us a little bit of that extra scratch so we can keep the website online. And, you know, just just keep us supported. Thanks. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes. You can leave us a review, rating, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Um, you should also listen, we don't do this enough, you should listen to the other shows on our network yes. uh, at audioentropy.com, such as All Along the Watchtower. Uh, we just launched the Book of Medora, yep. which is a podcast about Zelda lore, yep. which is very good. If you ever just wanted um, to hear two people argue about the Zelda timeline, now you can do it. Now you can do that in real time. Uh, you can hey, also you check out D-Comedy. go to, like, forums and, like, just want people to, like, say those words out loud <laughs> in real time? <laughs> well, now you got it. Now, be nice to Crystal and Cameron. Yeah, we're... No, listen, it's a very good show. I just yeah. like making fun of people. Yes. Because my oh, the, because the concepts I have for my shows are very dumb. Yep. And if you like Zelda, you'll you'll like that show. Yes, I am waiting for it with Baited Beth in all seriousness. Um, so, also, uh, a couple new sc- shows we've launched, I don't know if we've talked about it on the, this show, uh, Skies of Academia yep. is one that our, our friend Dustin just launched, he's been on the yep. show before, mm-hmm. um, just kind of deep diving into video games and uh, uh, academics. Yeah, I was on of. an episode about uh, Near Automata. Yes, which you should go listen to, because that go game's play. fucked up, right? Yeah, and go play, that game's fucked up. Uh, there are new episodes of Let's Place Out you can go listen to, like, right now. Uh, let's play season uh, two is go. Uh, no, it's yep. let's play season. It's like season three or four, four at this point. Yeah, I think it's, it's four now. Putting a season label on it was all the biggest mistake I've ever made. <laughs> but yeah, that that show um, is actively recording again, and I'm getting yelled at by one of the co-hosts to uh, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> wrap this one up. I mean, you could go now if you need to. Yeah, that's all right. All right. Uh, yeah, we're almost done here anyway. Um, and, uh, D-Comedy is one I also want to shout out, because I don't know if we've mentioned it recently on this show, uh, where we have a brother and sister duo, uh, re-watching all the, uh, Disney Channel original movies over there. So, if that was your thing as a kid, maybe check that out. Um, okay, I think that's that. I'm going to read the description for the next episode, uh, which will be up, hopefully, it will hopefully, hopefully, hopefully be up on the 26th, uh, if everything goes right, but that may or may not be possible, please bear with us. Um, the next episode is called Creepy Crawly Much? Uh, 
When secret government installations are being invaded by mysterious unseen forces, the spies are sent to investigate. It seems that bugs have been trained by someone as a part of a plot to destroy the Earth. The only survivors will be the insects and their half-human, half-insect king, Max Exterminus. Oh, boy. Uh, Parentheses, Exterminus has been injecting himself with cockroach DNA. Uh, Of course, every king needs a queen, so Max Exterminus kidnaps Alex in a subplot. Yeah, In the subplot, (laughs) Alex feels depressed about her dating life, so she starts going out with a somber goth guy. Oh. Oh. Oh, honey. Your dating life is good. You have two girlfriends. Yeah. You're so lucky. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> the poor girl. She's going to get injected with cockroach DNA, guys. Uh, uh, oh, is that it? Are we done here, guys? I think is that so. are we Yeah. Okay. Ashley, if you want to get us out of here, please. Until next time. Keep flying undercover. I think it's underground. No, it's yeah. underground. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Just you wipe that frown from off your face.